Hi, this is Christopher Framberg and I'm one of the pastors in SOS Church Stockholm. We are an international Pentecostal church on Kungsholmen with celebrations in both English and Swedish. Our vision is to be a church that is for all people and to all nations that are living the Book of Acts kind of life in Stockholm and to the ends of the earth. We hope that this week's message will challenge and equip you to live a strong life together with Jesus. To be preaching today again, and I started a small series uh, that where I preach about all the powers of hell will not conquer it, and I'm speaking about the church of God. Uh, last Sunday I started out in in Matthew 16 and 13 and we spoke about Jesus how he came to Caesarea Philippi together with his disciples and then he started to ask them about who do people say that the son of man is and they they gave various answers they said that some people say he's John the Baptist some say that he's Elijah and some say that he's some other of these prophets and then Jesus turned to turned to them and said okay it's enough what, what other people think about me who do you say that I am and that is the most important question that we can ever answer who do you say that Jesus is that will determine your life uh, Peter answered that question and, and we're going there today as well in Matthew 16 and we start from verse 15 he asked them who do you say that I am Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. And we said that Messiah means the anointed one. And everyone, all the Jewish people in those days, they know about the prophecies from the Old Testament. So they know that they were waiting for someone called the Messiah that was going to come and save them that was going to come and change the circumstances and 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 change everything for them so he's now confessing you are the Messiah the son of the living God Jesus we know you we know that you are human but you more than a normal human you are the son of the living God and then Jesus replied and said that blessed are you Simon son of John because my father in heaven has revealed this to you you did not learn learn this from any human being now I say to you that you are Peter and I said last time that Peter it means stone or or piece of a rock you are Peter and then it says that and on this rock I will build my church what is this what is this rock that Jesus is building his church upon it is the revelation that Jesus is the Messiah the son of the living God that is the revelation so so what is the foundation of the church is really Jesus Jesus is the foundation of the church and we we spoke about it last time we read some more scriptures about that he is the foundation and then he said to Peter that you are a stone or piece of a rock when Peter later on is writing his letter he says that we are living stones in the church that, that, that God are building so we are all living stones built upon that foundation that is Jesus Christ um, okay and then he continues and he says that all powers of hell will not conquer it so if if you feel that that life is shaky at times if you feel that things is coming up against you if you feel a lot of things is going on then you should know that there is no safer place to be than in the church the church is is a big i mean it's like a big um, 
big place of refuge where you can run to and you can hide from everything that is going on. When the devil tries to attack you in, in various ways, you can come into the church that is built upon the unshakable foundation of Jesus Christ and can come into this protection and God will keep you safe. So you have come to a very good place today. And then Jesus continues and says that I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Okay, uh, a couple of months ago when I was out driving I had been visiting a family up in north Stockholm, up in Mashta. We've been barbecuing in the midst of the winter. So some of you not, that know a lot of people in the church understand that I was visiting Tommy and Ulva Hamren. They are the only one barbecuing in the midst of the winter. Okay, we had a nice evening and then was, I was driving home uh, Saturday evening. I was preaching the morning after. And as I was driving home, I, I had received a text before that the one leading worship was sick. And as I was driving home, I, I took up my phone and I called Ethan Thompson. Some of you know him. He's leading worship here at times. And I called him and asked if he could lead worship. And of course, he's always saying yes. Or I always ask him, can you do me a favor? And I get a yes before I ask, what, what did you do? And I said, okay, tomorrow morning you're leading worship. Yes. I hang up. I continue to drive. And then someone was flashing with, with, with a light behind me. And I continued to drive and like they continue, I was like, someone is really annoying. Uh, but after a while I realized, okay, it's the cop. So I, I, I was staying, um, staying on the side of the highway and they, they came walking up. I was rolling down the window and, and they asked, have you been driving holding your, the phone in your hand? And I was like, yeah, yes, I have. Okay, so... So do you, uh, and, and they continue, they were checking my driving license and some things. And then they get, get and they gave me um, a birth that I, I don't know the word. Huh? A fine. A fine. Uh, on 1,500 crowns to pay because I have broken the law. And I said, okay, fine, thank you. Thank you for doing your work. And I was driving home, I was paying that. And I learned a lesson. Don't drive and drink. I already know that one. I didn't do it. Or don't drive and speak in the phone, right? Uh, now I have a car with, with loudspeakers, so, so I, I, I can just speak. But every time I'm speaking in the phone, my kids are, Daddy, the police will come. <laughs> You're not allowed to do this. I'm like, I am allowed. I'm not holding it. The police will come. <laughs> they don't really get it. Okay. Uh, but the police is making sure that, that we are traveling safe on the roads and I mean in one way I could be upset but I'm really thankful for police is doing their work because I don't want to be in an accident with my family because I was holding my phone so it's it's a good thing and I learned a lesson there is police all over our nation that will try to make this a safe nation that will try to keep us all in order and don't look look on me with his faces I you know like angels you have also you've all been doing it huh it's not just me. It's not just me. You've been driving and speaking in phone too. Don't do it. It's expensive. Okay, some of you are wondering where, where am I going with this? What does this have to do with the church of the living God and the rock and Jesus and the river? I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming there. Okay, so when Jesus says that I'm building my church, he's saying the Greek word ekklesia. I'm building my ecclesia and the explanation of that word is that someone that are called out from or they called out once. 
called out from or the called out ones. And this Greek word was often used for, for two different things. One of the thing, thing that, that it describes is when the politicians are coming together in a nation or in a city to decide rules, to take, to, to take decisions that will influence all the, all the citizens. So what, what is the church? It is a congregation of people that is taken out from the normal citizen, coming together, ruling a nation, ruling a city. And it's the same thing with the church. When we are coming together, we're coming together representing Jesus. That's why Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So God has given us authority and influence in our city and in our nation. We are the ecclesia. We are the one that are called out from. Um, but when, when you study this word, you could see that in, in the city of Athens uh, in, in Greece, they also used it for the police force. Uh, the police force that should govern the city, that should protect the city, that should keep everyone from not speaking in phone and driving in the same time. You know, like they were stopping them. Uh, they were called the ecclesia. Ecclesia, called out from, called out of. We as believers are called out from to be part of ruling the city. And God has given us special authority to be able to speak the truth in a society. What have been building up Sweden as a nation? It is the word of God. Now, now the nation is going away from that. You know... They, they, they don't have the word of God as, uh, as the model that they are building after anymore. But we as a church, we are the one that should speak up about the word of God. We have been given authority from God to do a lot of things. But, also, um, but someone that receives authority also receives a special protection. If someone comes against uh, a, a cop or a police they, and, and they do something against them, they are in trouble. Because the whole kingdom or, or the whole law force is coming against that someone that are doing something against the police. So as a believer, you receive special authority, but you also receive special protection. Called out of, called out from and coming together. So what are we called out from? We are called out from the kingdom of Satan and put into the kingdom of God. We're called out of darkness and put into his light. We're called out from addictions and put into his freedom. We are called out of hatred and coming into his love. We're called out of unforgiveness and put in forgiveness or we learn how to forgive. We are called out of lies and coming into the truth. We're called out of chaos and put into peace. We're coming out of injustice and put into justice. We're coming out of hopelessness and, and we receive hope. We're coming out of meaninglessness and we receive a purpose. We're coming out of death and into life. When you meet with Jesus, He's taking you out of something so He can put you into something new. God is changing everything around he is calling you out and maybe you sit here today and you feel I, I don't know if I'm good enough to belong to a church I don't know because I'm still living in all of these things okay let me say something the church is for people like you and me there is no perfect people in this church there is no perfect people at all in fact 
but something is happening when we're taking out and put into the church we are now being built up in the church okay what was the foundation of the church it was Jesus right Jesus is the foundation of the church and the one that laid the foundation was the apostles and the prophets in Ephesians 2 and 20 it's written that built on the foundations of apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone uh, what does this text speak about it speaks about the prophets of the Old Testament the prophets of the Old Testament was prophesying about Jesus and it was also writing the Old Testament the apostles are the disciples of Jesus that was living with Jesus they were writing down and explaining the life of Jesus and also explaining the prophecies from the Old Testament so they wrote the New Testament okay what, 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 what are these leading to the Bible the Old Testament the New Testament is the Word of God that was written down and given to us as our foundation so the foundation of the church is Jesus but we can also say that the foundation of the church is the Word of God the Word of God is often under attack because the word if if the enemy can shake the Word of God they shake the foundation of the church that's why many churches want to add to the Bible we believe in the Bible and tradition we believe in the Bible and saints we believe in the Bible and something more and some people try to take things away from the Bible yes we believe in the Bible but it's not fully the Word of God but it's good guidelines so they try to take away authority from the Bible and that is shaking the foundation of the church but in our church we have been deciding and putting in as a core value in our church that we believe the Bible we believe that the Bible is the perfect Word of God and we believe it's the foundation of the church in John's gospel you know it, it's, it's it's very special that that there is four different apostles writing gospels the, the story about the life of Jesus gospel means the good news so Matthew wrote the good news of Matthew and, the, and, and Mark wrote the good news of Mark and Luke wrote the good news of and John wrote the good news of ah come on so many smart people it's very special that God let four different people tell their own story about Jesus and what they remember that he said and I think it is because it should be very personal for us we see it out of their filter we see it out of their personality out of who they are so four people have been telling the story about Jesus Jesus is the Word of God that was given to us from human being with our personality in John 1 and 1 it's written that in the beginning uh, in the beginning the Word already existed the Word was with God and the Word was God and then in verse 14 it's written that so the word became a human and made his home among us he was full of unfailing love and faithfulness and we have seen his glory the glory of the one uh, of the one once uh, of the father once and only son 
So Jesus is the word of God. Jesus is the word of God that became human. When you come into the church, you are a human. And when you receive the word of God planted into you, you become more and more like Jesus. Jesus was the word of God that became human. A human that received the word of God becomes like the word of God, like Jesus. We start to live out the life that he was living. Uh, when Jesus, okay, the church means ecclesia, called out from. Jesus was called out from heaven. When he was called out of heaven, he left heaven physically. But heaven never left Jesus. It stayed inside of him. And Jesus was representing him. He became an ambassador for the kingdom of heaven here on earth. Because heaven was living inside of him. When you and me meet with God, he is calling us out not to physically leave this earth but 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 he is he, you know he don't take us out of this world but he takes the world he takes the sin he takes the darkness out of us and when he's been taking it out of us he himself with all the power of heaven is coming to live inside of us and we are being built up uh, up on his church we are called out and we become a, a, an ambassador for the kingdom of God and, and a new law is living inside of us and you can rule and you can reign with Christ and he's given us of his authority and power to be praised for the people that is around us that's the authority is given us but he don't just give you authority when he gives someone authority also give them protection just as a policeman he can he have authority to 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 rule in 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 the nation and in the society they are under protection you have received authority and protection from God if someone is coming against you they're coming against God because God is living on your inside amen you are an ambassador for the kingdom of heaven and you know it, it happened when you're planted in the church of God that's why you cannot be a YouTube Christian that's why you cannot just be a podcast Christian or a Spotify Christian oh I, I just want to listen to this great preacher or I just want this wonderful work no the church is a place it means called out from and it's a whole assembly when we're coming together so you cannot have church by yourself. You cannot just hear this great preachers preach and this worship leader. You know, it's good for you, but we need to come together. Because they will not come praying for you in the hospital. They will not come leading worship in your kitchen. They will not celebrate the Lord's communion together with you. But you need to have a life group to do it. By the way, if you're not part of a life group, join a life group. Because they will be there when, when other people are not okay so the, the the word of God is the foundation of the church but then we need a love we need a grace we need a fellowship and a community to being built up in our faith and our life together with Jesus amen okay 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 I tried to teach but as soon as I start to preach I mean okay uh, Hebrew tw uh, 4 and 12 says this for the word of God is alive and active sharper than any double-edged sword it penetrates even to the dividing of soul and spirit joints and marrow it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart 
wow if you feel that sometimes when you hear a message something is like cutting inside of you you're stabbed by something that is something good it is the word of God that is like a sword cutting in into your heart and 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 guiding you removing things that should not be there and tell you know if you stop reading the word of God if you stop coming to church very soon you'll be sliding out in all kind of things you'll start to speak in a way you should not you'll start to watch things you should not you'll start to behave in a way you should not but when you stay in the church of the living God and the word of God is given to you over and over again it will create something inside of you the word of God is protecting you and guiding your heart in Ephesians 5 and 25 Paul says husbands love your wives husbands love your wives do you know how many problems that are solved just by loving one another loving someone else don't thinking about your own situation but giving to someone else caring about someone else I mean it solves like 95% of all problems going to yourself first loving someone else first then it says that just uh, as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her a holy cleansing her by wash by the washing of water through the word through the word okay the word of God and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blame blemish but holy and blameless we are the church of God and when you are in the church of God and receive the word of God you know God is working with you to present a radiant church a holy church without any wrinkles you know what is happening if, if your shirt shirt have wrinkles you know you have to iron it sometimes if you're ironed it's a little bit hot you know it's a little bit warm it's a little bit uncomfortable I think <laughs> I haven't tried you should not try but, but you know he's iron out all his wrinkles the word of God is working with you he's ironing out wrinkle after wrinkle into your holy blameless perfect amen and some of you think oh but I've been Christian now for a month and I still have a lot of struggle or I've been Christian for 10 years and I still have a lot of things to work with so have I so have all of us that's why we need the church of God okay and it says that he's speaking about the church as a bride when I got married this was my bride this is my bride will always be my bride isn't she beautiful I mean wow 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 she is still so beautiful we're getting our third baby in just six weeks maybe something and she's very very beautiful but this day was special I tell you this day took time Jesus says it takes time to get the church in order it took time to get her to look I mean she is beautiful in herself but this day it took time it took days or weeks you know finding the dress finding the shoes fixing the nails fixing the hair trying the makeup even before the day she should make the makeup I mean it doesn't just take time it costed a lot of money Woo, a lot of money 
and on the day I mean I, I, I went to wash the car I came, came, came home I got dressed it took half an hour I went to the church I was standing out there waiting you know ready maybe an hour before because I don't want to be late and then when I call you know when there is 20 minutes before be, before the wedding starts I was calling her bridesmaids and like how is it going oh we are still making her hair making her hair or you, you should be here don't don't be angry it's okay we will be okay do you know how long you know like ah. I was standing there waiting they stopped picking the phone of some reason I don't know why I was just standing there waiting 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 in the same minute as we should start they came and it was perfect you know she was like oh it's perfect I just came in time I'm, I'm happy that you came I mean if you feel it takes some time for you to get perfect I feel the same but we you know God is ironing us he's taking away wrinkle off the wrinkle he's working on us his word is delivering to us and God is changing our heart amen there is protection in the church of God all powers of hell can come against you but when you are planted in a church there is protection for you there is protection for your marriage there is protection for your health there is protection for your soul for your thoughts it is protection for you okay and there is one more thing I want to say and that is that the church is the people it is not the building it was nothing called you know church building for hundreds of years they always met in the marketplace or in the temple or in the homes but they had no churches sometimes people coming here for the first time they, they hear about the church and they're coming down here and they're thinking I'm on the wrong place and you ask also is this is this really a church yeah this is a church but what, what about the what do you call it stable what about the, this clock ding you know like or I'm, I'm, I don't know the sound you know uh, or what about all these different things that is sometimes painted in the roof in churches you know angels and demons and lambs and Jesus and different things where is all of this and, and there is even not the cross it's just some flowers up is this really a church how can this be a church but they don't get that church is not a building right now this is a church but in two hours this is a sweaty dirty basement nothing more empty dark basement that's it but we have a church that is moving out all over the city I think some of you are jumping into a car you're going south south on the highway in 120 you know that's too fast 90 kilometers or something per hour you're three people sitting there and you start to pray for some all of a sudden we have a church a moving portable church moving like an arrow down to south Stockholm where you are praying that's the church some of you are going out to a cafe and as you're sitting on the cafe you open up the word of God and you are now gathered in the name of Jesus and Jesus said where two or three are gathered in my name I'm in the midst of them and now you have a cafe church you're gathering together here some of you you go home to your apartment and in the apartment you put on some worship and you start to worship Jesus and all of a sudden you have a 
house church. We have churches all over this city because church is not a building. We are, we are just coming together, gathering together here for a while and then the church is spread out all over the city, influencing the city, keeping the city in peace, praying for our city, speaking out the law, the kingdom of God in our city. Like, like, like politicians governing a nation, like a police, keep, you know, police force keeping a city in peace. That is the church, spiritually. Okay, so our church is all over the city in just a while, it's spread out. And, 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 and there are some other churches that I really love. You know, I love moving churches. You're moving to different places. And then on, on, on Monday, tomorrow, you're coming to church and you're bringing your Bible. And, and then when you have lunch, you, I mean, you take out your Bible. You don't come just with a phone so people think you're watching Instagram. You take up your study Bible, you know. I used to do that when, when I was working in a grocery, uh, grocery store, I often took up my study Bible and I put it on the table. And as everyone was scrolling their Instagram or reading, reading the news, I started to read my Bible. And when I started to read my Bible, you could see people start to look like, what is he reading? What, what is that? And you know, some are thinking for a while and then after a while it's like, what are you reading? What I'm reading? I'm reading here from John 3 16 let me explain this to you and then you start to preach and all of a sudden you have an evangelistic church you have you have a you have a pop-up church on your working place and you know what you are the pastor and if you want to you can be the worship leader as well if you want to take up a song after after the meal or if you want to pray for some, you can be whatever you want to it's your church it is a pop-up church right on your working place we are a church that are popping up all over the city. We are a church that are on the move. We are not a church that is just down in a basement hiding, you know. No, we are all over the city because we want, to, we want to speak the word of God wherever we go to all the people that we meet. We know that the church is a light in darkness. And you know what? Many people will never read the gospel of Mark. They will never read the good news according to John, but they will read the good news according to you. What you say, how you live, how you treat people. You can be a pastor for the people you're working with. You can be a pastor for your neighborhood. You can be a light in the dark for someone. And you know that you have received the authority. So when you are with people and they start to say, you know, speak about all the problem in the family, you say, can I pray for you? I believe in God and they, they might say I, I, I don't believe in God no but I believe in God I can pray for you or someone say oh I'm sick okay can I pray for you because that is what we are doing that is how we are using the using the authority that, they, that he have given us you are a light in the darkness Jesus is living on your inside the all power of heaven is inside of you and God is protecting you even if all powers of hell is coming against you he will keep you safe and you will not be shaken if you're built up on the word of God and if you are connected to a church and have the fellowship he is keeping you safe the evil cannot harm you the evil cannot come up against you because you are protected by the living God amen Maybe some of you came here today and, you, and you're wondering, it's, what is he speaking about? He's really full of passion for this. What, what is this? 
and I'm speaking about the most precious things that have ever happened to me and that is the faith I received in Jesus in in just some uh, in, in just a couple of minutes if you haven't received this gift you can receive the gift that we are calling salvation when all your sins are washed away when you can can get rid of all guilt and shame and you can have everlasting life on your inside but I just want to tell you one more story be, before we end and uh, when I was working in this grocery store I, I remember one time when 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 I had had a lunch break to get with Maria here we both of us was working uh, you know as a cashier or, or whatever it's called maybe something else for a woman but we're working in you know taking taking the money from the people okay giving the receipt instead okay tick 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 receipt tick tick you know very interesting job now we now we had break to get with Robban someone we called Robban had break with us and we had an event in church and we we invited him and we started to speak about about God and he was very curious and then after a while I had to go in I had to start to work again and and I'm, I was sitting there tick 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 you know and and then I got a phone call, phone call and 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 it I have to use the phone hello no and Maria was calling me she was like you know what happened with Robban that is working with the fruits no he had a lot of back pain uh-huh and I prayed for him uh-huh and he got healed wow you know she was a priest for the one she was working with the day after his mother came to me that was also working there and said I, I heard that you can you and Maria can do some of this healing stuff is that true I was like yeah it's true does it go fast I have a truck I have to unload I was like yeah it can go really fast okay pray for me and I was praying for her and she was like wow what was that I felt the power of God you know and then, then she came every time she was sick she came to me and wanted prayer because, because we became priests and pastors on that working place God can make you a pastor on the working place where you're at can we stand up together Jesus loves you so much he loves you so much when when Peter was writing his letter letter first Peter 1 and 23 he wrote that for you have been born again or saved but not not to a life that will quickly end your new life will last forever because it comes from the eternal living word of God the word of God is now being planted into your heart and God is calling you out if you haven't received salvation before today is your day because the word of God is going into your heart and the word of God is is drawing you close to God God loves you so much God loves you with all of his heart he loves you so much that he when that he was sending his only son Jesus to this earth to die upon that cross taking your sins and my sins upon himself and when he was nailed on the cross your sins and my sins was nailed on that cross and Jesus died to save us he died so that your sins could do die and it rose after three days so you could raise up to a new life and I also want to say this if you yet haven't been baptized in water next week we will have baptism in water and I really want to encourage you to take that decision if you already been saying your yes to Jesus you should take the opportunity to be baptized in water you bury an old life and you're standing up 
to a new life with Jesus and if you have questions and are wondering what is this then, then I want you to come up to me right after the service today and I will teach you more about this but before that, if you don't know that you're right with God, I'm going to make a salvation invitation. And you, you have been listening to a podcast from SOS Church Stockholm. If you want to know more about the church or have information about our Bible school and leadership academy, go online to soschurch.se. We hope to see you soon at a celebration here in Stockholm or at one of our daughter's churches in Gothenburg or Malmö. Have a wonderful week.